so we're getting started here. Eddie was talking about. Oh, by the way, welcome back to Actors Lounge Podcast. With me is Lamar Finesse. And I am Shane Nicholas. Take away with the disclaimer. <laughs> Take away with the disclaimer. Where are you? Uh, I was going to do something creative the next time. Um, oh. No children. Uh, no children allowed. Get out of here. Just minors only. 18 and up only. We're not trying to get sued. This is for adults. No fucking We're relaxed. You hit start too fast. I know I did, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, we were talking about fucking games. We were talking about Mortal Kombat, you guys. I'm so stoked. Oh, I'm Melina's so coming back. Now. Melina's one of my baddest bitches in Melina's Mortal Kombat. Shit. In Mortal Kombat, like, 11 or 10, I think, she was a fucking beast. She was the most well-rounded character. Like, anyone could ten. play her. You're probably thinking about 10. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, 10, 10. Yeah, the only thing I don't like about the Mortal Kombat is they, they made it all 2D. I don't like that. I like 2D more than 3D. More, a lot of people like that. I liked the 3D style, like, with Soul Calibur. Mm-hmm. All the calibers, uh, and it's Soul cool. Edge, or even Soul Edge, uh, the first of the seven, eight game series, were mm-hmm. all um, 3D, where you right. strafe and shit like that. So 90s. it made the playing much different. You can't jump as much. In fact, you can't jump at all. But you don't want to jump in those that much. Yeah, you really. Yeah, <laughs> some people you can like hop. It's a fucking hop. Right. <laughs> you know, Mortal Kombat, you do like a quadruple mega 1080 fucking front flip kick kind of thing, and they get creative. So anyway, today we are talking about. Comedians, way off topic from what we started with. We might as well just keep going with games. But I, I've been wanting to talk about comedians for a while. Uh, mm-hmm. Our favorite comedians, uh, strange comedians, comedians from the past, um, comedians now, comedians that have survived through decades of uh, um, their career and through other types of uh, mediums through their career. Uh, we are testing some new equipment today, so I'm hoping that the quality is okay. So this might be a short cast, so I can review it and see if I even want to post it. Um, Give us that feedback, guys. Yeah, please. If we even know. post it, yeah, well, right. <laughs> Give us feedback before we post this, bitch. <laughs> but uh, I bought this equipment at uh, Walmart, and it allows us to record a little bit better audio. So I'm hoping it works good. I I've been testing it uh, uh, for the better part of the day. And I did a comparison between what we were using and this, and I like this better. So, mm. hoping it works. But, uh, Ed, what's your favorite comedian? Um, it, you know, it could be like it doesn't have, I have a most favorite, but a favorite. A favorite, uh, definitely Bernie Mac. Yeah. Oh my god. He was nice. hilarious. Him downstairs. If y'all know, if y'all remember that shit, he's he was my favorite from Kings of Comedy, which was yeah, a yeah. late nineties tour. That's they had a uh, Bernie Mac. Uh, Steve Harvey when Steve Harvey was cool. Yeah, D.L. Uh, yeah, good for you know. Yeah, you know what? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and Cedric the Entertainer. Who don't get enough love? Cedric yeah, is so talented. He is. Oh my god. He was he was uh, Uncle Bobby from uh, Proud Family. The one that he's singing. That's right. That's this right. now. <laughs> I didn't know that until a few years ago. It's on Disney Plus. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> He's also a good actor. Cedric, we're giving you your flowers. We love you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, out of, the, out of the original Kings of Comedy, I would have to say Bernie Mac gets that yeah. number one spot. Funny as yeah. shit. Fair enough. Good choice. <laughs> mine, probably be one of mine, would probably be, actually mine right now is Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham. I'll go ahead. So he, he does, he does one man comedic shows. So he does, um, are you trying to, like, like drugs? He's not a puppeteer. <laughs> is no, no, okay, no, that's no, 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 no. Oh, yeah. But I know, I know that Bo, Bo I Burnham. I was thinking of uh, Jeff Dunham. Yeah. Which, their names are kind of, <laughs> kind of similar now that I'm, right. I'm saying them out loud. Does but, your guy kind of have like um, bangs or something, or is he kind of tall, lanky? Very fucker? tall. Yeah, tall, lanky. Okay, lanky. I know who he is. Did he? 
Yeah, okay, I know he is. He's hysterical. He's hysterical. <laughs> so he does. He's what? more of a storyteller, right? A uh, little bit. He does music. Oh, he does music too. Yeah, okay. mostly music, nothing crazy. But uh, he's um, a one man. He calls himself a one man show because he does. Uh, I keep doing this wrong. Put it down. Um, trying to solve Rupert's Cube and talk at the same time, not going well. That was all the noise was. Nothing weird, guys. I didn't even notice what I was doing. I was just playing with it. <laughs> right. Man, Jesus. But uh, Bob Burnham, he does music one com- one act comedies. He's got. An American Comedy Award, which is the Oscars, it's the Academy Awards of comedy, and he's got an American Comedy Award um, for for breakout comedian or some shit like that. He's been doing it since he was about sixteen. He didn't break out to the industry till he's about seventeen or eighteen when he when some of his videos online had went viral. So when he was making music like on YouTube and making um, these comedy videos on YouTube and these weird things and doing stuff with his friends uh he kind of blew up and so someone offered him a deal to to do more of this kind of content so he decided to do so so uh then he did um words 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 was his first show Mm. what was the next uh he had another one too i can't remember the name of it but uh, he's just absolutely hysterical. His stage presence, his depth in comedy, not just like my wife the other day. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, he tells very intense, very deep style jokes. He references like Greek tragedies and Shakespeare, makes them really funny. He had, um, if Shakespeare wrote uh, porn. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It was so fucking funny. And that was a stand up special yeah yeah okay cuz I, I would like to read that too yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah i i fell in love with him i'm not to look that one him, up <laughs> it was it was uh, 2012 when i first heard one of his specials i think <laughs> it had already been out for a little while at the time i don't remember mm. but uh, yeah he's my by far uh, my my absolute favorite next what you got in <laughs> okay well i guess we can jump to queens of comedy Ooh, yeah. and um that was also late 90s and it had monique that bitch is bad. Some more, one of the funniest chicks in the game to this day. Um, it also had, oh, I'm so sorry. I can't remember the last two ladies, but they were funny as fuck, too. <laughs> <laughs> they were great. Do you want to look them up? Um, look them up? Get their names up. Yeah, I should. Let's be respectful. You're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, if we can't remember, we'll look it up. Because one of them was in that Kanye Little Pump video. Okay. Uh, she was uh, in the beginning part. Mm. You're such a fucking hoe. I love it. That one. Let me find him right quick. Oh, that's just so funny. Let me find it. Yeah, I was jamming when that song came out. I don't know why. Don't ask me. But. <laughs> uh, comedy. Okay. Queens of Combat. That's not what the fuck I asked for. <laughs> <laughs> In search, but of um, the mighty. Queen. I would say, uh, out of that set, <laughs> Monique was so nasty on there. She yeah. was talking, just talking about, <laughs> talking about sex. Nasty. Yeah, it women is. Women get some flack, but the only reason why women get flack is because they'll take, they'll take it. I mean, everyone takes it seriously in their own right, but they'll take it so seriously. They'll take it too seriously, and then mm-hmm. they'll start. It'll affect their work, or they won't take the kinds of comedic risks that a lot of other comedians will take. So I, I think that's one reason why a lot of women get flack in comedy. It's just because they're the least risk takers. Right. Not the least, but women that are getting flack or just aren't taking the risks that other people are. 
I can't find it. Fuck them. You yeah. can't find Queens of Comedy. Actually. Oh, here we go. Adele Givens is there the one. <laughs> I'm a fucking lady. <laughs> she was hilarious. Oh, she was up there. And Laura Hayes. Laura Hayes was pretty funny, too, but... Oh my god, some more killed it. I wish I knew, <laughs> I wish I knew more female Margaret Show, but you, uh, you told me about yeah, her. Yeah, I brought her up. Um, I discovered her. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Back in maybe 2009, 2010. She had her special Beautiful on HBO or something like beautiful. that. And, um, <laughs> right. It was funny. It was funny. She starts off. <laughs> she starts off the show. The first thing I ever hear this woman say. I um I fucking hate Sarah Palin. This is my first thing. <laughs> right, everybody's just applauding. Right for the throat. Right, and then she wow. talked about a lot of other fun sexual stuff, and then at the end she sang the song um um eat, pa- eat me out. <laughs> she, it was hilarious as fuck. Awesome. I paid for that song too. Isn't Palin? She's in Alaska, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm pretty yeah, sure she was. Not, let's not talk about her. Um, <laughs> right, <laughs> I just used her for that. Yeah, good. Because that's the first thing that I saw came out of her mouth, and it was. Her delivery was great. But Margaret Cho is funny as fuck. She's um a Korean um comedian of uh, comedic actress also. And she's great. great. Um oh, very well rounded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she uh she's great. <laughs> she's great. And I like her because um I had even watched her show from the nineties, uh All American Girl. Mm. Oh uh, yeah, you got me hip to that shit. That's such a good Yeah, show. yeah. It's such a it's show. worth watching because I love Margaret I really like Margaret Cho. Yeah, yeah. But um yeah, the show was kinda trash and she fucking knew that. And then <laughs> Oh my gosh, what's even Right, yeah. And what's even more funny, um I think the show seriously probably made me giggle like four times throughout all really? Is that bad? probably eighteen episodes. Yeah, like the humor it doesn't land. Like why would you write gotcha. a character like that? Was it like sitcom Sitcom, yes, oh, totally okay, sitcom. Gotcha. But um ooh. She would have done a much better scene. If they let her yeah, yeah, that too. That too. And if they let her do the writing on this, she would have even if it was like toned down, watered down, she would have been able yeah. to at least get you yeah. take you there a little bit. You know, yeah. some humor. Producer has hired but, um, <laughs> It was a couple episodes that was cute. Like, they had uh, an Oprah episode that was cute and memorable. They had a, um, oh, that director we love from uh, Kill Bill. Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, they had him. Uh, she was dating him in one episode. And what? The episode was framed like his show would be. Uh, yeah, I'll probably show it to you yeah, one day. Yeah, yeah, I and, am so fucking right. in on that. And they had one episode I where. excited. <laughs> they had one episode where they was like, oh, we're going to be roommates. We should have a, we should have a, um. We should have. We should act like we're on that show, Beavis and Butthead. No, uh, the real world. So they had a real world <laughs> type of episode, which was kind of funny too. So like, those were like the little standouts they had, and through throughout the whole, you know, other than those three episodes, the commentary that she has on four episodes with Amy Hill, who played the grandma, okay. who was funny as shit. She was the most memorable. Memorable. She was a. Uh, she was the old lady in uh, Doctor Seuss, who was. I mean, uh, Cat in the Hat, who was babysitting them. Little old Asian lady, whatever. But yes, yeah, I know who that is. She's funny as fuck. She's been in a, Hill. Yeah, yeah, I've she's been in a lot. Oh, they was little angels. <laughs> <He's great. laughs> Grandma, but yeah, she she was a uh, her and um Margaret Cho did the commentary, which is funny as shit. Like this is one episode <laughs> that they did commentary for. Better than the show. It's it, like years better. <laughs> Uh, the Margaret Cho character, her character on the show, did stand up, and her family saw the stand up routine. They were there at the restaurant, yeah. and then they were uh, they were saying, "You made us look bad. You disgraced our family, and all that stuff." And then, as they're explaining that to the character on TV, Margaret Cho, in in real life, on the commentary, she was like, "So." Fuck you. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> she said, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Like, she said she would never really give a fuck about that in real life, even if her family, like, had a problem with it. She, yeah. That's not her personality. So, like, that's how it was so, back then, when they would give comedians sitcoms, 
it was very different from their actual selves and their work. Yeah. You know, it was just, it wasn't what they thought it would be. Like, you know. That's a good example. Uh, so, Martin mm-hmm. Show is definitely a good example. Uh, right. They shouldn't give, like, Danny Lopez, or uh, George Lopez, excuse me, not Danny. George mm-hmm. Lopez, his sitcom, definitely very much, very much the same thing. It's, it's not his comedic style at all. Right, but it's more of him as an actor, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. His show wasn't. Following funny. whatever script they his fucking give you. His was just, like, can't laugh. You're like, oh, I walk in, I see words. Right. That was tolerable though. You can yeah, I, was, I, I, I laughed a couple times throughout, yeah. like, but a couple times throughout the whole damn series. That's because right. <laughs> he, George yeah, Lopez, he had better comedian, writing. Better for me. As a comedian, I love George Lopez. Mm-hmm. As a I think he's hysterical. Yeah, he's it, it's he's not cool. too particularly like <laughs> vulgar, but it's it's it is, but it's not like crazy over the top. Yeah, vulgar. yeah, yes. Yeah. Like, it's, it's got his edge. It's got yeah, his, yeah. He's he's very unique in that in that. That he balances it well, huh? yeah, absolutely. Whereas some comedians, you know, they start off like with these crazy, like you know, blood shitty dick jokes, you know what I mean? Like, they mm-hmm. really push, but they're, they're trying to get uh, work, they're trying to you right. know, make a, an impression, so they typically push as many boundaries as they can. To I, um, make themselves more I watched this comedy special talking about talking about uh comedians and about the craft and stuff like that, yeah. and how they came up. And they said, when you do uh jokes like that, where you really push the envelope, you kind of have to like. And with that, because you don't want to start talking about uh, stabbings and dicks and shit, and then like yeah. talk about something more mundane, like towards the middle, like you work your way up to that or something. Like yeah. they say, it's a, it's not yeah. easy to get up there, and you know, you know, it's it's so a here, real. There's an interesting trick about this. I do some stand up comedy, like in my shows. Mm-hmm. My shows because they're so scattered, and there's there's a lot going on um, with them, with my juggling shows, or with my whatever my trick shows. It's it's much easier to land a joke and then continue, land a joke and continue, land a joke mm-hmm. and continue. It's even I, it's less difficult to heckle my show. It's happened when people have heckled my shows, but it's less often when with my types of shows, only yeah. because there's a lot going on. It's something different. It's like ooh wow, oh my god, ooh yay, <laughs> then jokes and whatever. But with comedy, you have to build momentum. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, I've heard that too. You don't want to start off with your best joke. Like you want to start off with like your second best material, then go to whatever material. There's a um, a word used a lot called a riff. If you notice, like the audience is really just on one joke. You riff off it. You know what I mean? You oh, keep you going. You med- reference it every now and yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you go back to it. Oh yeah, totally. It. Yeah. <laughs> or if one joke lands really, really well. You'll keep going. You'll keep pushing the knife with that joke. Keep them going. Um, so yeah, I've I've definitely heard the unspoken rules of comedy. Like start <laughs> with some of your best material, but not the best. End with the strongest. Have an outro. That kind of thing. Thank the audience. Whatever. Nowadays, it's referencing like social media. How you pop in your social media in there. Like you know, follow me on Instagram. Especially mm-hmm. when you work in clubs. Like oh, hit me up on the gram. Hook me up here. Blah blah blah. Now let's get back to dicks. So there's that aspect of it now. Some people make business cards a lot. With those social media on it, they'll throw them, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've heard the unspoken. I didn't stand up once at on? Kent. I don't know if you Did were you? there. Yeah, it was fun. Um, I think I was. I, I had a... Um, that sounds cool. It was fun. It was a cool experience. Uh, some of the audience members definitely got in, some of them didn't. <laughs> it was not a big crowd either way, but I felt good about it. And um, I was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was fun to do. I only did it one time, but like... Um, I think you do it again. Yeah. I know comedians... I know local comedians do. We'll we'll hook up with them and we'll write some jokes. We'll fucking do some shit. But yeah, it was fun to do. But comedians, yeah, I really respect them. It's not easy to do. No, it's not. Because <laughs> it's, it's you. It's mm-hmm. fucking you and a microphone. Yeah, you have nobody else to worry about yourself. Yeah, it's, it's a fucking, it's a brutal nightmare. <laughs> you gotta get your, keep your energy up or yeah. all of that. 
It's it's an intense field. It's an intense field. I've never done straight stand up, but I've done like I do a lot of comedy. I've done comedy shows, uh, so I know how to look for the jokes. <laughs> You've done uh, the jokes. Oh yeah, I've yeah, never uh, your stuff. So <laughs> transitioning would have been easier if I had known we had had a local club circuit, which we which we do. I didn't know that we did. We do. Mm. Some people just hire people, not for my interest. Maybe they give them like, a couple of drinks for comedy or whatever. On that comedy special I saw, they said um, some they they really tried not to pay comedians unless unless it's something huge, you know, Netflix or whatever. Yeah. But like <laughs> they try not to pay you, like they give you like drinks, like you just said. Somebody said uh, that they the guy tried to pay them in steaks. <laughs> like, yeah, bitch, I want money. Like, <laughs> right? What the fuck am I gonna do with steaks? I can eat them, but right. like, what it's the not shit? gonna. What it's light bill, bitch. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, they really don't want to give people a same thing with acting. How many times have we done free fucking shows? Right. Me and you weren't paid shit for a movie that no. I have back end off of. I, I barely got any blowjobs. Yeah, didn't even get a hand job. <laughs> a dry one. Nothing. Right. Fuck. No spit, yeah, no they nothing. Really, they hate paying performers. And it's an art form, and it's a difficult art form. It's right. A very, it's a skill. I was just making my rounds. Shit. Man. <laughs> oh, so fucking pathetic. Oh, yeah, they don't like paying us, man. They really don't. But we still do it, and that's why they know they can get away with it. Right, because then you know, people love. But, yeah. like, anything, also, like, with people who do, like, YouTube commentary or stuff like that who get paid, people don't want to pay for something that's not tangible. That's something. Yeah. Yeah. So that's also a thing with, like, anything. If it's not, if they can't touch it or hold it, they don't really see value in it sometimes. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So that's probably part well, of that. Or they just want to take advantage of us. Fuckers. <laughs> right, that too. <laughs> Hey, so don't give a shit about so us anymore. Uh, 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 <laughs> but um, I'm trying to think who else I like. Uh, Margaret Cho said her mother and father in com- comedies were um, Joan Rivers and uh, oh. Uh, oh my god, nice. the guy who played Genie and Flubber. What's I can't think of his name right now. Uh, Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she yeah, said yeah. those are her uh, mother and father in comedy and uh, I think they both passed around the same time so she was devastated but yeah let's talk about Joan Rivers and Robin Williams yeah, I'm in on that game. Joan Rivers was hilarious Joan uh, Rivers was one of the pioneers of female comedy okay there were other female comedians Lucy Liu mm-hmm. from I Love Lucy was a comedian not Lucy Liu Lucy Lucy oh, Ball sorry. Lucy <laughs> Ball what the fuck am I Lucy okay. Ball excuse me yeah, senior but, moment yeah fucking A um but uh, she was a, a, a Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah, Mary Tyler Moore, all of them. But she was one of the many pioneers of comedy to really mm-hmm. uh, be a trailblazer for other for the female comics. Absolutely. But so. Joan Rivers was nuts. Her, Roseanne Barr, were just fucking nuts. <laughs> Absolutely. Not. And again, it just goes to show you that you can either make it easier for yourself or harder on yourself as a female mm-hmm. comedian. If you're pushing boundaries, if, if you're handling hecklers well, if you're really uh, understanding the content, pushing it and pushing and pushing the envelope and being crazy and being funny and not just talking about your sex life and your vagina, <laughs> vagina, you know, if, if that's not your only shtick, like, right, fucking, right. like what's her name? Amy uh, Schumer. Like Amy fucking Schumer. <laughs> Thank you. Literally. Who was in my head? Amy fucking I was going to talk about how Schumer. horrible she is. Yeah. Fucking terrible. She was okay at first. Started mm-hmm. building momentum. Had a TV show. Then got caught stealing jokes from a right. dead guy, from mm-hmm. Patrice O'Neill. Some of her jokes were tit for tat. Oh, jeez. Right on her, right from Patrice O'Neill. Like, not I've heard about that, but I didn't know the woman was dead, who she stole from. Yeah, Patrice That's O'Neill died, unfortunately, from uh, uh, diabetic-related issues. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what. Wow. That's not uncommon. Yeah. But he was a big boy. He was a big guy. 
Um, I'm assuming he didn't take care of himself very well, uh, which is which is exactly what happened to my cousin. She was heavy set, had diabetes, wasn't taking care of herself, and what are you gonna do? But uh, anyway, um, so fuck Amy Schumer. I can't stand even <laughs> talking about her. Joan Rivers, what a trailblazer! <laughs> like literally set it up so well and really, really, really uh, uh, helped people understand not just women but people understand comedy. To really understand what it takes to be a comedian, to really grind. Yeah, thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, and she, what an entrepreneur too. She's a hell of a businesswoman. Yeah, she um, was. She's probably spent. I think she's even mentioned it, like a quarter of a million dollars on her face. Oh, yeah. It doesn't move. Right, it did. It's fucking disgusting. It's really weird. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh my god, she talks. She's like, she's like, how much money do you think I spent on my face? Like, <laughs> wish you guys could see the face. It's unnatural. Like, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it was unnatural,ly stiff. Like she, they, she had a smile. Sewn in that way. She oh, God. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Just don't say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she had that plastic too much surgery face. Surgery. Yeah, what they oh, were doing back natural. then. Yeah. yeah, back then they were trying to get rid of wrinkles. And one way you could do that was by stretching your skin. What Ew. they didn't expect was that when you stretched the skin, some of your other muscles your f- or other parts of your face yeah. were moving less without re-stretching the skin. Ew. So... It's like, do we leave in the stretch marks that they don't like, or the wrinkles that they don't like, or do we stretch their face and then they can't move it? <laughs> yeah, I'll take the wrinkles, please. <laughs> yeah, really. Fucking give me wrinkles. I don't okay. Wait. Fuck Fucking comedian. You're not a supermodel. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. You're a comedian. You're famous. You can literally, even at her age in the 70s, probably could have had almost any guy she wanted. Right. But that was her personal problem. But yeah. Robin Williams. Now, he's oh, a comedian really? who killed it in the movies. That's yeah. mostly what he's known for. Shit. Ask yeah, one yeah, of these young true. bucks, they'd be like, ah, oh, he's an actual comedian. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he started off working yeah. at clubs, uh, <laughs> being Morgan and Morgan Mindy started off on, uh, uh, I almost said that 70 show. <laughs> Happy <laughs> Happy I almost said that 50 show, and then I was thinking that 70 show, and then I went back to Happy Days. You crazy kook. <laughs> so he was Morg on Morgan Mindy, most notably one of his characters, Morg. Um, he won the role because he was asked to take a seat and took a, a, a did a headstand on the chair. <laughs> So they thought that was really funny, like, yeah. you know, very unique for, for that kind of character. Uh, most notably, his skills in the art of improvisation. He was absolutely diehard fucking nuts brilliant as an improvisationalist. Ooh. Absolutely incredible. In fact, they were writing him dialogue, but he would so commonly improvise that in the script, it stopped giving him lines and it would just say Robin Williams will speak. Right. It was They're so like, this fucking, fucking better than what we were out. Like, yeah. Spent weeks on this and this asshole just all the time with his hand. What the fuck? Right. <laughs> yeah, he Legendary. was so notorious. In fact, one reason why he actually won his Oscar, he's a four-time Oscar nominated, one-time win. So out of the four noms, he's got a nod. He's got one nod, which is, for him, for his style of acting, is very unheard of. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was just so brilliant at, at taking a character and really pushing every aspect of it, both internally and externally. Like, everything that he did internally came out so organically externally. I mean, you think Patch Adams, the Fisher King. Miss uh, Doubtfire. Miss Doubtfire, <laughs> fucking A. His tits are on fire. That was funny. Oh, yeah, yeah. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he just threw into. He movie. was great. He was great with physical comedy too. Yeah, he yeah. yeah, he was like one of the best at that. Actually, um, speak well. No, that's just the actor. Never mind. But um, yeah. <laughs> that works. So, yeah, Robin Williams. He uh, uh, unfortunately left this earth way too soon. But he had dealt with a lot of late health problems. 
that he got diagnosed late. Uh, I think mm. one of them was, I think one of them was like Parkinson's or some type of very specific kind of dementia. Don't quote me on that, but but he definitely got diagnosed very late in the game with some things mm. that um, were, were very difficult to, at his age, really. Oh my god! He was uh he was on one of his last shows before pass was a show where he was uh Sarah Michelle Gellar's dad and I'm like I think it only lasted like one season I think it was devastated about it but like oh my god I need to look that up because that was before I loved Buffy and um I always liked Robin Williams but I didn't I will watch it now is what I'm saying she was good yeah I like Sarah I'm sure the fuck she was shit. I gotta look up that He's show. A good actor. Very underrated, but very good. Yeah, he uh, is. He's really good. Very, very multi-faceted, uh, I think, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Um, but yeah, that was his last TV show. Definitely. He was on that show. He would improvise a lot. And again, probably a lot of his dialogue was Robin Williams will speak. <laughs> if you don't give the guy room to breathe, you're, you're not getting everything Robin Williams did. Oh, yeah, yeah. The only reason why Robin Williams didn't get an Oscar nomination for one of his most infamous characters, Aladdin, when he played the genie, was because of how much he improvised the script, mm. which I thought was kind of... BS. Yeah, yeah. Because, mm. I mean, most of the other work that he got... Still his performance, shit. What's yeah, funny? yeah. Uh, with Goodwill Hunting, when he was improvising at Goodwill Hunting, a lot of his monologue, and even when he talked about like how his wife would fart and shit in bed or whatever... Um, was improvised. His monologue that garnered him his his Oscar nom eventual win mm-hmm. was something he wrote. And mm-hmm. and the right credit girl. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, kind of don't. Yeah, you know. What's yeah. The... So it's it's interesting with writing creds. You can get a writing cred. Um, <laughs> it, it's difficult to get a writing. Yeah. Cred. Major How film, about? Major Hollywood. Who else do you like in comedy? I've been thinking about Martin Williams. Oh, Martin Williams. Huge. Martin Williams or Lawrence? Lawrence. Martin yeah. Lawrence. Okay, yeah. I was hoping you were going that route. <laughs> he, it, they, uh, that, one thing that pissed me off, not about Martin Lawrence, but about Saturday Night Live. Martin Lawrence was a special guest on Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. And you know how like when... Like uh, in the 90s or recently? Ah, uh, 90s. Okay. I'd say it was 90s, maybe, maybe early 2000s. Mm-hmm. This is when peak Martin Lawrence was around. Yeah. Um... But one thing that really pissed me off about Saturday Night Live, and when I first watched it, this wasn't even like a year old show. I was watching like a rerun from the following week or uh-huh. something like that. Oh, okay. Um, Martin Lawrence, you know how when the guest comes out on stage, the, the, a lot of the other players will come out and interact with them and make it funny and mm-hmm. joke and have a bit. Yeah. Martin Lawrence, as you know, was a comic, a stand-up comedian. Yeah. Didn't need any of that help. So when Martin Lawrence was a special guest, he was introducing the show and doing stand-up, right? Because he didn't need anyone else coming in to mm-hmm. make it Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence fucking shit. He's awesome. He's an hysterical comedian. Really knows how to handle hecklers. Oh, yeah. And, um... So he was doing his bit. He started started a, a bit that started getting funny, and then it went to black. And I said, due to the nature of the content of his uh. stand-up, we're unable to air most of it. But mm-hmm. Martin Lawrence does goes on to talk about many different aspects of the female form, including the buttocks. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like, <laughs> out of all the crazy shit these people do okay. on these shows, you're really? worried about talking about a girl's ass. <laughs> what the fuck? So... Uh, but that just goes to show you, like, like what a fucking performer the guy is. Oh, yeah. I thought that was interesting. I thought that was really interesting. But, uh... <laughs> uh... Ooh, Mitch Hedberg. I don't know him. I don't know him. He's a uh, infamous one-liner. Infamous one-liner. Incredible one-liner. And he would have jokes like... 
Uh, so I was walking down the street, and uh, some guy asked me if I were like a, a frozen chocolate-covered banana. And I said, no. But wait, I would like a regular banana later, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was just, his one-liners, dude, were fucking awesome. He just had such great one-liners. What's his name again? Mitch Hedberg. Mitch Hedberg. Yeah, he unfortunately joined the 27 Club. Mm. Yeah, if you're not familiar with the 27 Club, it's when he died 27. Oh, um, So, like, okay. Jim Morrison, Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, oh. um... I know there's one more in those ones. Those he made it seem like a cult. Musicians. I'm not trying, yeah, to, I'm not trying <laughs> to laugh, but <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Fair enough, right, right. Um, <laughs> there are others in the 27. So he was around in the 90s? Yeah, yep, 90s, uh, early, I can't say early 2000s, because I think he died in the 90s. Okay. Maybe not, maybe early 2000s. Um, Did I he do any remember. movies? Uh, You know what? Let's let him be it. I don't know. He, I think he did. He actually wrote and directed his own movie. That was about a taco uh, restaurant. What's very much name? like Shenanig or uh, Waiting. Uh, Mitch, M-I-T-C-H. Hedberg, The Usual Way. I think H-E-D-Berg. I guess. H-E-D-Berg. H-E-D-Berg. Ooh, that mescaline I took's kicking in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here he is. Long live drugs. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love you. 2005. He was 37. I'm sorry, I was wrong. He did not join the 27 Club. Uh, well, he was you, 37 Club. 37. <laughs> uh, he was in Almost Heroes, Lords of... Oh, yeah, he was in that. He was in Lords of Dogtown, um, Saddle Rash. That's cool. <laughs> that's Home great. Movies. He was in four episodes of Home Movies. He put Ooh, a police officer, Dr. That's Puzzle. awesome. A guy named Mitch, which is his name. He was in a TV show called Ed. Played a guy named Dave. Eagles Road Manager. He was almost in Almost Famous. Dr. Cat, Professional Therapist. One episode. Lost Enchiladas. Yeah. Played a guy named Lee. Yeah. I want to see this so bad. I want to see this so bad. About a half dozen slacker dudes dwell at their jobs at Lost Enchiladas. The local um, Mexican sit-down joint, the two folks in management are both into their own authority and fill their days creating wild and stupid rules for the working folk. By mid-film, however, the manager has fled the cops after beating the crap out of a competing restaurant's dancing gyro. <laughs> That's so funny. I love Mitch Edberg. Well, how about uh, David Spade? Is he a uh, comedian? I don't know. Or just actor? He's done stand-up. He's done stand-up. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, how about... um? I think he's a comedian. He Cat more... motherfucking Williams. That is the fucking... <laughs> one of my favorites. Like, I need to go to one of his shows, for real. I don't know if he's still doing shows. I don't know what's going on with everything. I think but so. I, I definitely... That's on my bucket list, bitch. Like, he takes me there. Oh, my gosh. He is so funny, his little elf self. <laughs> he's one of the best um, one of the absolute best out of the 2000s hands fucking down still still not best still, <sighs> killer. still a killer. if you ever watch his it's so funny if you ever watch his stand up um, on Comedy Central if it's not late night it's not funny because you can't hear any of it because he says bitch and fucking all that too and much fuck and the n-word like fucking right. crazy and they can't air that unless it's past one 
Which is really funny. So, uh, it's so funny if you listen to his shit. Right, bleeping oh out everything. God. Like, yeah. you can't even. Like, no. Every time I. Uh, beep, 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 beep. And then I went down to the street and beep, 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 beep. And then you hear the laughs, and then you're like, what the <laughs> fuck did he say? <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker, how am I fucking up your self esteem? That's how you feel about your damn self. Oh like, my god. <laughs> that sounds just fucking like him. Holy shit. He is. Uh, no. That was awesome. He is just great. I like how his little. His little, his you know, his voice, little way yeah, he talks yeah, it's voice. funny as fuck. On top of that, he's another one that's a really good actor. Uh, I guess. Wait, he, what he have I seen him in? Energy. Oh, so have you yeah, seen yeah. him in Soul Plane? Yes, I think. <laughs> I've only seen that once. It wasn't. Right was oh, after okay. next, I've seen him. Yes, that one. <laughs> I think he played a guy named Pinky in that. No, 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 no. That was uh, somebody right. else. But he was uh, he was Donna's boyfriend. I forget his name, but it was right. yeah, it wasn't Pinky though. But yeah, he was he was good. Terry Crews was trying to be <laughs> just trying to get his ass. Right, he was like, I'm a boy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I remember Daryl one time. He said he used that line. And where was your antennas when these motherfuckers played? <laughs> that was fucking iconic. Like, why was that? Why was that? It so, was. That was funny. That was such an awesome. That was funny as shit. The writing in his delivery, bitch, was everything. Oh my god, bike apps. He was having some problem for a while, but I think he's okay now, which is good because, like, fucking boss. He's great. What um, I won't talk. We'll talk about it later. Just Fair enough. Mental, uh, phys- we'll talk. We'll talk later. Right. But um, yeah, I think he's pretty good now, and he's funny as shit. So he's definitely one bad. of the best. One of the best. Um, who else do we like? Uh, we, I guess we can talk about Kevin Hart since we're talking about comedians. <laughs> yeah, Kevin he- Hart. So Kevin Hart became a comedian later in his career. I don't think he was doing much comedy in the beginning. He, once he started. We knew um, him as a comedic actor first, yeah, right? Definitely, yep. At yeah. least that's what he at least in the mainstream he got he was a scary movie three and four. Yeah. I remember that shit, his little midget ass. Yeah, when he was making his <laughs> rounds, when he was coming up, yeah, he was in mostly comedic film. I mean his his first few stand ups were funny, but then he got like um over publicized or something and it just got weird and then he like dogged out his ex wife and it was just weird. It, it was it was classic story, more money, more problems, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and then he stopped you stop like sympathizing with him and stuff. Yeah, it was, but he was funny as fuck. In the first few years, he really blew up, like 2016. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh uh, yeah, last four years has been going great. Last ten years has really been his whole, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, like not having to work at restaurants. You know what I mean? Career, you know, we didn't have to subsequent his income. Right. Um, but even then, probably longer than that. But at least ten years. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, Kevin Hart, he's 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 very physical. He's got a lot going on. He does kind of stick to a, a, a theme in his comedy, and it is pretty commonplace. Not bad. It's not bad comedy. It's just not, like, it's not... It's funny, but he got overdone after a while. He kept yeah. doing the same shtick. Yeah, it was. It was. It was, it was very <laughs> predictable. You couldn't predict the joke, but you can predict it's going to be about something. You know what I mean? Like, you can... Oh, my God. You know exactly what it's going to be I'm about. I'm just thinking about... You guys, I remember him on the Real Housewives of <laughs> Real House Husbands, yeah. Real House Husbands of uh, Hollywood or whatever on yeah. BC. I remember one time he had this beef with this little kid. <laughs> <laughs> the little kid was about to fight him. <laughs> oh my god, I was in tears. I was in tears, bitch. Like, <laughs> I hate to say, but I've only seen one of those. Maybe two episodes. I haven't seen a lot either, but that first season. Yeah. They was talking about him getting in the fight with this little boy. Oh my god, that was like hilarious as fuck. I'm about to Google that shit later. Cause like, <laughs> you are crying. I think it was like 
I think even the like on uh, next time on whatever show, even that <laughs> just yeah. the clips made me laugh. Like, oh my god, it was stupid as fuck. Kevin Hart's got great delivery. I will say that <laughs> great delivery. Absolutely, he can make a simple joke really funny. Yeah, he can make he can make <clears throat> simple things really funny. That's really the heart of comedian. <clears throat> is when you can take something simple and kind of exaggerate it, and then find a joke and then pin it to a wall. They they the ones who started saying, "There we go, there go the Mitch right there, <laughs> like a man bitch." I guess <laughs> right. the bitch called him a Mitch, a man bitch. <laughs> they go the Mitch. <laughs> they dumb as hell. Let's talk about something else. I can't talk, bitch. Oh my god. Okay, we can be talking about it all day. That care. first season, I, didn't, I don't know why I didn't watch more. I don't know why I didn't watch more. But like that first season, I watched probably like most of it, and that was funny. And then I just stopped watching. And then I saw the one episode. Nick, Nick, Nick Cannon was part of the show, and Nelly, and Nick Cannon. You know, he was married to Mariah at the time, I think. And then she came on there. <laughs> she was on there for like two seconds. All the bitch said was, this is all they could afford. That's funny. And then the camera got off her and went somewhere else. <laughs> that was dumb as fuck. You know, because she's supposed to be a diva, so that's why. Yeah. They sold that shit. Congratulations. That was good as fuck, bitch. That sounds pretty good. I'm about to watch that show now. God damn it. Like, I would. Joe Rogan. I love Joe Rogan. I heard. Did you? <laughs> I'm smoking a cigarette, you guys. Oh, I would after that shit. Damn, I came after that. <laughs> I might have to actually watch that episode and see what the fucking shit's all about. Right? That's funny. Next favorite, definitely Joe Rogan, 100%. He's so consistent. He's, he's extremely funny. He, like, it was funny. Some guy was trying to heckle him and make fun of his shirt. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, yeah, what well, nice affliction shirt. Like, when you bought that shirt, I bet you thought you looked fucking sweet. But you look like a dumbass. Me, I know I look fucking dumb. Look, I have a Mickey Mouse t-shirt. <laughs> this guy was trying to heckle like his clothes or whatever he said something and Joe Rogan confronted him mm-hmm. you know cause Joe Rogan like will confront you absolutely like what'd you say what like that kind of thing he's real straightforward with people he's probably from Jersey or something a New Yorker yeah born and bred yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah he's a Yorker for sure um as far as I know uh him and Dave Chappelle are really good friends and uh so uh yeah, just Joe Rogan's great. <laughs> I literally forgot what I was saying. The drugs kicked in. But, uh, he got to start on... What's he doing? So, Joe Rogan, uh, he, uh, News Radio was his first TV appearance. Okay. Yeah, he was actually pretty good in that. He had in and outs with it. Uh, um, but it, mostly comedy. I was always... Oh, um, Fear Factor. Fear Factor was his biggest thing. That and... So, uh, um, News Radio, Fear Factor, and UFC commentating. Was another one he's real big. You can't stop. You can't stop talking about Kevin Smith. Fuck Kevin Hart. I'm talking about that little show. He was on. <laughs> but go ahead. I'm sorry. Your face, <laughs> dude. Looking at me, trying to hold it in, and I'm just like, just get it out. Get it out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so funny, man. I gotta see this scene now. <laughs> Look at that. I'm, I feel like I'm hyping it up, but it just it fucking tickled me. Those it's couple those scenes things, I told yeah. you about. One of those things. All right, so for me, that tickled me so bad, which bumped something that I left. I saw this trailer in movie theater mm-hmm. for uh, a movie with Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember what the name of it was, but they both play politicians. One's a current politician, the other one's an aspiring politician, right? Mm. Well, they're fighting over how to who's going to hug the baby first. So one guy oh tries God. to punch the other guy. Will Ferrell tries to punch Zach Galifianakis's character. Zach Galifianakis moves out of the way and he accidentally punches Push the baby. baby. I think I've seen that. Yeah. Oh my God! The funniest part about it was he was like, "You hit that baby. What you think could have caused brain damage?" To that kid, and he's like, "Well, is anyone else worried about what that iron-like jaw, what that baby's <gasps> face did oh my to my fist?" Fucker, <laughs> <laughs> classic politician. Oh my god! And the first time I heard that, because it was so fucking unexpected, just the way his delivery, right. like how serious he was, dude, I fucking lost it. I, I laughed at the whole rest of the other trailers mm-hmm. through half of the movie. And it was a serious movie, so I guess get to the part like where you're like expressing your love and shit, and all I can hear is me laughing. And then my friends would look over to me and go. Is it the baby thing? I was like, yeah, can't. Yeah, right, they knew what the fuck it was, right. The movie's not getting it for me, man. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Will Ferrell's a so fucking funny. psycho, apparently, yeah, in that movie. Is. Yeah, this is really funny. But That's he plays great. A, he plays your stereotypical politician, which is great. And, and, and it goes tit for tat, how politics works. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it's, it's satire, it's very satirical, it very much makes fun of everything political, it is so, like, like nail right in the, or, uh, and hammer right in the head of the nail. Hundred percent every time, every every joke, every inside joke, every every <coughs> slapstick moment is a hundred percent the political game, which I thought was interesting. But uh, Zach Galifianakis, he no comedian, is he? Yeah. Oh, okay. He my got bad. Started. My bad, Zach. Yeah, yeah. He actually wasn't that prominent of an actor. He was a comedian. <coughs> he was doing these really weird shows. He was an incredible pianist. He's a great piano player. Um. And uh, he would do these really funny like shows, and he was on. He had a couple Comedy Central uh, specials. He had an HBO Ur. special. Um, oh, we're gonna talk about Eddie Izzard too. But uh, he then started becoming an actor and started doing really, really well as an actor. And he still does stand up here and there, but um, you know, whatever. Before you talk about that, Eddie, we have to talk about the most legendary Eddie alive. Murphy. Murphy, yeah. yeah. His crazy ass. Uh, raw and delirious. Yeah, is yeah, two of his yeah, bestest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's great. He was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, he hates us now. For what they did to him. They didn't do anything to him. In front of his kids. No, I was kidding. Yeah, <laughs> I, they, I don't know what they did. I don't know what they did. Why does he hate him? <laughs> uh, he, he hates SNL. Um, so SNL he? was one of the places where he got his start from. Yeah. He starts blowing up, becoming Eddie Murphy, starts doing his own stand-up, starts doing some some really, really good film. Um, uh, David Spade. Uh, this was when some of his movies weren't doing so well and he wasn't getting a lot of work. He yeah. was taking basically a, a mandated hiatus just from lack of interest within oh, the community. Shit. So, uh... David Spade made a joke on SNL and goes, Oh, look, a falling star! And shows a picture of Eddie Murphy's face. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Funniest, funniest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Well, Eddie Murphy and their agents were all calling, trying to find uh, David Spade to make him apologize. He did that on Saturday, SNL? Um, right on SNL. Mm. Right on SNL. He wrote a bit, they approved it, they showed a picture of Eddie Murphy's face, and he said, Oh, look, a falling star. Didn't he used to work there? Yeah. SNL? Why did they yeah. do that? That's shady as fuck. Ah, that's just David Spade. Just kind of his humor. That's mm. just literally, that's just David Spade's humor. 
I guess. Literally 100%. I thought it was fucking hilarious. It's, it's yeah, funny. that is kind of funny, but I don't know why would you do that, though. Yeah, it's kind it's of mean. It's a lot of, it was, um, it's a couple other washed up stars at the time who was fading, yeah, right? Yeah, well, I don't think, they didn't really get along. And Eddie Murphy was oh, okay. notori- notoriously a brat. Isn't yeah, he was, yeah. Notoriously a brat. <laughs> uh, difficult to work with at times. Great, a great stand-up comedian, decent actor. Um, all around very well-rounded entertainer and that immediately went to his head you know he was the one on stage it was about him oh. he's there it's all about me this is mine i have this you don't I need bet. to talk to me we'll get started we'll go from there kind of kind of guy Ugh. and that really makes a lot of things really stale for other other performers like mm-hmm. just because you're great doesn't mean that we're not right and that's that's not how this works mm-hmm. this is in the 80s 80s and 90s right so for him to act that way especially to oh other, so he was just catching his heat yeah yeah Definitely, definitely. And he's not a bad person. He's, like I said, he was just spoiled with the industry. Yeah, his he persona really just young. turned him yeah, off. He's like, let me roast this dude right quick. Yeah, yeah. I got a spot for it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's how comedy goes. Yeah, can't really get your feelings too much into yeah. it. Yeah, you know? he, he was so offended by it. He's never talked about SNL. He has no interest in SNL. I'm surprised SNL approved that. They approved it. Like, I can understand David Spade wanted to do it, but they approved it of somebody who was once on. Right. Like, why? You, you really don't want him to come back, do you? For nothing. Right, yeah. <laughs> Like He's I just never special guest hosted, which is an uncommon. Like Will Ferrell, who was a big heavy hitter, mm-hmm. uh, after his first year, he was mm-hmm. a big heavy hitter in SNL. He almost got fired um, from SNL. He was actually ranked the worst um, actor on the show his first year there. Yeah, he was terrible. Oh, oh okay, terrible. okay. Will Ferrell was, but uh, yeah. it, it wasn't from lack of trying. It just his jokes weren't landing. Like they would eventually land, especially when he started doing some of his character work. Um, but uh, when Will Ferrell started becoming real big, um, that's like when a lot of the uh, uh, SNL kind of started changing, mm-hmm. like with a lot of their actors and stuff. I forgot where I was going with that. Well, we were Help talking me. about Eddie and Spade, Help Help maybe me. one of those guys. Eddie and Spade. Maybe you want to talk about that other Eddie you were talking about? Eddie Izzard! Oh my god, I love Eddie Izzard. Oh, I'm scratching my legs because they itch. I've been having to wear a knee brace. Fucked up my knee. Mm. My left knee's trash. Anyway, so Eddie Izzard was a cross-dressing comedian, and when I first saw him, he was wearing like this kimono-looking Was outfit. he passing? No, I'm kidding. I don't have to answer that. And makeup. <laughs> Uh, he had like lipstick on and stuff. He was uh-huh. obviously a man, but just right. woman ish clothing. Mm. Uh, a great political comedian. He talked about um, the war, uh, the continents and how each continent fought what war and what style. And he had this great grasp of grasp. Um, comedic styles of comedy, how he was able to. Talk about the wars. Talk about World War Two. Talk about Jeez. World War One. Did he make it fun? Goddamn! So history yeah, lesson. Two hour. <laughs> he was a two hour HBO special. Oh, okay. HBO special. He was a long con. He was a long con. He was long game with a lot of his material. So it was a lot of build up, a lot of dialogue, a lot of. Uh, he would have jokes and just shoot, they would shoot out the audience. You know what I mean, keep them, keep them going, yeah. keep them whatever. It was but, a real fucking evening then. Yeah. <laughs> Comfortable, bitch. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, but just, he's one of those guys you just like to listen to. Very, very super well rounded. Great actor. Incredible actor. He's been. He was in uh, my super ex girlfriend. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was With in uh, Mystery Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where is he now? I don't know. He still does TV. Still does some other stuff. I don't know if he still does stand up. Oh, okay. He's older. He's older now. He nice. was eighties, nineties comedian. So I don't know. He, him and he uh, he knew Bill Hicks. We are definitely going to talk about Bill Hicks. But we're going to wait till the end for Bill Hicks. Okay. Um, 
But A.D. Izzard was, like, with me, with some people like me and you, like, when we're growing up and we're figuring out, like, ourselves, you know what I mean? We're figuring out, like, mm-hmm. are we gay, are we straight, like, whatever. You know, when we start going that route, we're figuring out our, our true selves. And then when you see a cross-dressing freak on fucking TV saying the coolest jokes, looks gorgeous, <laughs> totally fucking sweet. And I don't mean freak in a bad way, just, like, we're all freaks. Just right. Just in general, right. like... non. Yeah, non traditional. I not, preferred him, yeah. and I preferred him in his female getup because he was just so fucking cool looking, so great to watch. He had this awesome. Probably makeup. more free too. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. He, I'm sure it was difficult getting on stage like that, but he would just. He was one of those people that could bridge the gap between what what you think you know as far as what's right about how you look. Right and how you feel. Yeah. And how you show that to an audience and make it more socially acceptable make it more of a norm i think that's beautiful when you can bridge that gap between what's supposed to be normal and what can be normal when you bridge that gap with an Mm -hmm. audience especially we're talking the fucking 80s man 80s early 90s 2000s you're bridging that gap (coughs) that divide um between what 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 is normal and what can be normal and then you're making people fucking laugh (laughs) And you're intelligent, and you have this completely organic style on stage, and this completely um, well-rounded right. uh, character. Just, is just the humor of him was like when God I. God damn, I'm gonna watch this dude. I would Soon. totally, totally, totally watch Eddie Izzard, not Lizard with an L. Izzard, Izzard. Mm-hmm. I, Izzard. It's literally spelled exactly like Lizard, just without the L. I just want to say real quick, we should stop saying. We need to start saying normal. Say common, like more common, common like yeah. not normal. We need to, yeah, we need to start doing that. But yeah, yeah. Wow, that guy sounds awesome. One more time, his uh, name? Izzard. Eddie. Eddie. It's Eddie Izzard. I don't know if it's Izzard or Izzard, like lizard, but, but I, that's how you spell I it. it. Yeah. That's how you say yeah. it. Yeah. 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 But he's he's absolutely brilliant. And again, he's like long game style, oh very long, elaborate um, jokes. You know, you'll laugh in between because certain things you'll get other audience members won't. But there's always this incredible punchline. Always oh, this incredible punchline. He's absolutely brilliant. Another uh, comedian I really like is Mike Epps. Mm. He's had some pretty good stand-up specials. I do course. like Epps. Yeah, I think he's great. Mm-hmm. Chris Tucker. Oh, Chris Tucker. Tucker. Oh, I much prefer. If I had to choose, I'd prefer. <laughs> Chris Tucker can do a pretty good Michael Jackson, and I, I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, him and Tucker were friends. <laughs> yeah, he told. He said so in the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. He knew. He knew. Uh, I think, I think Jackson taught him how to dance and how to sing a little bit. Oh, what? I don't remember that part. Hey. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I, he was a fucking dancer and a singer. So right. what was he going to do when you're friends with someone? You're going to Eventually do it someday. Yeah, yeah you're hanging out. <laughs> shit. You're like, that's the type of work you will bring home. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah, pretty much. Love apps. Love apps. Uh, or, uh, uh, what's, your, what's your favorite movie that... Uh, not absolutely. Who's the other one? Tucker. Chris Tucker. Tucker. Um... Probably Friday that he was in. That's my oh, favorite. Oh, yeah. I forgot he was in Friday. I mean, he wasn't like the number no. Well, yeah, he had top billing in there right next to Ice Cube. I, yep. I bet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, did. he did. And then I would say Rush Hour 2 because that was funny as shit. <laughs> All the Rush Hours were great. Uh, yeah, I do like Rush Hour 2. The first one was nuts. First fucking Rush Hour was fucking crazy. Oh, no, no problem. Just Rush Hour. And then bah, bah, bah. <laughs> two people get fucking their heads blasted off with a 9 mil. Man, that was such a good movie. Such a good Those really. They don't make. Big action movies, summer movies like that. I feel like they don't. They used to be events and shit, you know? Yeah, 
the, everybody uh, used to talk about them. Comic book movies took over that slot. They, yeah, they kind of did. Yeah, definitely. So the Avengers. Um, we still got Fast and Furious, but who gives a fuck? <laughs> because of the feud between um, Dwayne Johnson and Vin Diesel, they might not be doing any more Fast and Furious films. That's what I hear. So when they did um, Hobbs and Shaw, which was an off thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. From what I understand, I don't know how true this is, but. Um, Vin Diesel owns most of the rights for the Fast franchise. Mm-hmm. So when they did a Fast and the Furious Hobbs and Shaw, they needed some kind of consent. I think Dwayne Johnson also owns some of the franchise. Mm-hmm. He bought into it because you know they were constantly pumping out those fucking movies. They were. They got um, like eight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that aspect, that aspect I can't really grab because it's... For me, it's complicated because I just don't know a lot of the details. If you know the details, please comment let us know what, what what's going on with that realm. But because he didn't ask Vin Diesel, hey, we're doing Hobbs and Shaw, you want to maybe make a cameo? Nothing like that. They just ran with it. They they already casted uh, Idris in, in the Hobbs and Shaw. He had stress Idris, which Idris is fucking great. Yeah. Right. Man, my God, that's fine. Had 10 minutes with him. Um, <laughs> uh, so the cast of Idris, they already cast some people that got like everything going, locations, whatever. And then <laughs> Vin Diesel tries to get the project shut down. Uh, Vin Diesel has say over a lot of the Fast and Furious movies. In fact, Vin Diesel called the producers when they were filming some of the other Fast and Furious movies and said, hey, I want you to cut this and remove this. Uh, from Dwayne's scenes and was mm. clipping Dwayne wow. Johnson's scenes from films. He wasn't having that shit. Yeah, and these were movies that weren't even coming out yet. They were just, they just signed off on doing Hobbs and Shaw. They just greenlit the movie, not even starting it, not even in pre-production. They just greenlit it. <laughs> Vin Diesel knows nothing about it. Vin Diesel, while they're filming the most recent movie at the time, most recent Fast and the Furious movie, starts clipping fucking Dwayne Johnson out. I thought that was like, what the fuck? So you'll see Dwayne Johnson predominantly throughout the first half of the film and then snippets throughout the rest because of Vin Diesel. He was like, just getting, he just was pissed. Like, nope, we don't need that. We don't need that. You should have put out Dwayne. You should have. Yeah. <laughs> something. Fucking <laughs> okay, something, man. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I don't know what the beef is about, what it stems yeah. from, but yeah, that's fucked up. Oh, well, he don't need it, shit. Right. He don't need it. Okay, you can come over here. I got you, Dwayne. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chris Tucker. Speaking of comedians, uh, Chris Tucker was in um, Fifth Element. Yeah. You remember seeing that shit? No. You never seen Fifth Element? No. With Bruce Willis? Bruce Willis. Uh, Gary Oldman? You motherfucker? Uh-uh. What, I saw it with you or something? No. I've probably never seen it. I've never heard of it. Damn, that's an awesome movie. Uh, probably is. Mila Jolo- Jovovich is in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tiny Todd Lister is in it from uh, Friday. Hey. He plays the president, which is really funny. Another the president. Black president. Yeah. Yeah. Um, How old is this? 90s, 98. I believe it was 98. Or maybe not. Uh, might have been 96. Because uh, I think Armageddon was 98. Um, but I don't remember. <laughs> Look it up, actually. Fifth Element. It might even be certain that. Fifth element. Oh, keep keep going to Google. I don't know why I keep doing that. All right, fifth element. Yeah, it's got an all star cast in it, but Chris Tucker's in it, and he plays like this eccentric musician, like pop star guy. Ninety seven. Yeah. Oh, I was close. I think I said ninety six and ninety eight. Yeah, you were close. But uh, it's an awesome film. It's got Gary Oldman in it, who is now an Oscar winner, who's fucking brilliant. I've always loved Gary Oldman. He's always been one of my favorite fucking characters. It's got the Luke Late Perry too. It's got the what? couple Luke Perry. 
Harry. Remember the guy from 90210, Riverdale? Who the fuck was he in that? Uh, He was Billy. You know who Billy is? Oh, I don't remember him from Fifth Element. He probably just... I don't remember him in that fucking movie, and I've seen the movie like ten times. <laughs> fucking Billy. Fuck. I don't remember him. It's okay. That's annoying. Relax. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Well, I'm sorry. But anyway, um, so Chris Tucker was, if you see, if you look at some of the photos in there, mm-hmm. you'll see Chris Tucker wearing very effeminate form fitting. Oh my God. That's what that movie is. That's what that movie is. It looks like some type of weird space opera. It is. Yep. 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 yep, yep. Uh, it's a really intense movie. Really good movie. But uh, Chris Tucker did not like the outfits. So uh, they were yeah, like... Uncomfortable the one outfit they wanted him to wear. They had like two outfits they wanted him to wear, but they really were set on one. So what they did was they made the other ones much more elaborate, much more effeminate, much more intense looking. And so uh, they did that and said, here's your options. Which ones do you like? And then he chose the least feminine of them. Mm. But uh, yeah, Chris Tucker is another one who's very well-rounded. He's a good actor. Uh Great comedian. Very, very well-rounded. Yeah. Who else do you very want to talk about? I'm trying to think of their name. I just had it in my head. Oh, Bill Hicks. Bill yeah. Hicks. Yeah. How much time are we at? Where are we at? Uh, 56. Nice. We got an hour in. All right, we'll talk about Bill Hicks. I wanted it there. Bill Hicks was a 90s comedian. Unless you got someone else you want to talk about. But uh, Bill Hicks was a 90s comedian. And um, he was notorious for being like very political. He talked about the JFK assassination mm-hmm. and just like how weird the assassination was and certain information about it, certain facts about the assassination that don't add up. Like, why is it that if he got shot from the grassy knoll, then why is it that the gunshot was heard some other place? Why is it that if he got shot out of a window, um, that the bullet came out of a different part of his body? Like, just weird things like yeah. that. You talk about those weird things. You talk about doing drugs. He said, what if we had an honest discussion about drugs, an honest story about drugs? Man drops acid, discovers that the world is just constant vibrations, and that we are a part of everything. We are all a oneness in our mind, and that everyone is everything, and love is the way out, and we can be free forever. Here's Tom with the weather. Like, he just had this great way of delivering jokes and talking about doing drugs and talking about uh, the uh, Warren Commission, um, the president's that. He was very political, very, very political comedian, very political comedian. And um, he died very early on in his 30s from cancer. He was a smoker, but I guess he had just some kind of fucking cancer, man. It just... <sighs> fucking killed him, unfortunately. Very early on, too, which is sad. Really fucking sad. Really, really fucking sad. But, uh, yeah, Bill Hicks probably be, again, one of my favorite comedians. Very well-rounded. Knew how to deal with hecklers. Worked at clubs. Um, it was just your regular hick. Literally, his name is Bill Hicks. He was a fucking <laughs> hick. Through and through. Through and fucking through. And he had some great specials. Uh, some great one-hour specials. He had some great one-liners. He was very infamous. Alice in the community. He talked about how uh, life is just a ride. You know, it goes up and down, left and right, side to side. But then it ends. You know, it's just a ride. It's just it's <laughs> crazy. It's all these lights. That's cool. Yeah, he had a great way of talking to people. Yeah. So Dave Chappelle. Gotta gotta hit up Dave Chappelle. Gotta throw Dave Chappelle in there. For one of the best alive. Fucking hey, He's one of, they call him a parachute Gosh. comedian. Parachute comedian. Parachute comedian is when you can drop him anywhere. Just bloop, bloop, bloop. Drop him anywhere. And then you can just start telling jokes and making people laugh. Laugh, makes you laugh, makes you think. That's the Definitely. best type of comedian. Definitely. And he's Definitely. probably one of the ones who really makes you do that. Yeah. 
One of the very few now. A lot mm. of them, they stick within certain realms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They get stuck. Tom Segura's like that. Oh. stuck in a realm. Um, yeah. We'll go back to Dave Spell because he, yeah, needs, cool. he needs more. But I wanted to mention, as he's on Sorry, he's pretty cool. Ooh. And uh, Wanda Sykes. Hey, yeah. bitch. What's up? Fucking hey. <laughs> Why would I not fucking think of Wanda? She's great. She is great. Great. That tiny little fucking vixen. She's right. Great. I seen her, um, one of her... I think it was the call not normal from last year or the year before. It was funny yeah. as fuck. <laughs> Her, she does pretty good impersonations. But um, back to David Chappelle. Davy Chappelle. <laughs> Dave Chappelle is good friends with Joe Rogan. He was on the TV show, uh, Dave Chappelle show, for that. Um, but he was just one of those parachute um, comedians. He talk about anything. He would offend you in all the best ways. He had a great way. Dave Chappelle is a great way of introducing a joke. You know, it's going to be excruciatingly offensive, but. It's it's okay to hear it from Dave, kind of. Right, kind of and it deserves thing. to be said, too. Yeah, yeah. I wish people would take comedy more serious in its regard to starting a dialogue and less serious in its ability to offend people. Right, like, goddamn. You know, like, comedy, comedy is constructive in two fashions. One, creating a dialogue, and two, offending people. That's constructive, to offend someone. It's okay to offend people. We have to understand offending people is going to happen. Sometimes you don't intentionally mean to offend someone, but it comes out that way. It doesn't mean you're wrong. No. And sometimes you intentionally mean to offend someone and insult them, but it's because there's a deservance to it. You deserved to be offended. You deserve to understand this. You d- because you're not understanding my topic, I now have to make you in- feel inferior in some fashion or insulted in a way where you understand this topic. That's the only way you're going to fucking get it. Right. The only way you're going to get what <laughs> I'm talking about is if I fucking offend you or offend what you like. You're listening, Karen. Right. <laughs> Little snowflakes. Little fucking snowflakes out there. Yeah, and that's totally okay. That's why, that's why my partner and I kind of get into these heated debates about where the boundary should stop. And I, and I say there should not be a boundary. There shouldn't be a boundary. Even with cringeworthy stuff, if that's the way you want to go, that's your risk. You want to take that risk and see if people like it, see if people catch on to it, and see if the audience likes it, that's your risk. Go right ahead. I'm not going to, because I don't, I, I wouldn't want the same barriers. I wouldn't want to put a barrier on you for talking about like two girls, one cup all fucking day. <laughs> don't put a barrier on me for talking about things I want to talk about. Right. I, I don't want to listen about that fucking two girls, one cup, anything. None of that. I, I don't want That's disgusting to me. But you deserve that outlet. If I don't like it, it doesn't mean that you can't talk about it. Right. You can't have that outlet. I just ain't got to stand and listen to it. <laughs> right, yeah. I can cover Click my ears. the channel off, guys. Yeah, fucking A. Fucking A. And I don't believe in censorship. If you want to self-censor, go right ahead. If you want to censor others, good fucking luck. You're going to you're gonna go down a path that, that there is a very difficult return back from. It. That's the walk of shame. That's a true walk of shame because when you start censoring people, when you start stopping people from doing something that, that – that isn't hurting anybody, but is either creating a dialogue or is just being very risque or just being very unusual. When you start going down that path, you're going to come down a path. You're going to hit a patch of woods that you're going to not like walking back through. And that's and that's really the message with Dave Chappelle, with Bill Hicks, with Joe Rogan, uh, with, with several of these other, uh, with Wanda Sykes, with Cat Williams, all these great, phenomenal brilliant thinkers these are thinkers in comedy these mm-hmm. people aren't these people aren't um they don't give you pie in the face comedy <laughs> exactly yeah it's not slapstick i mean some yeah. of it is obviously it's part of the some show of it is, yeah but, like, but but it's not always that pie in your face it's not always that ah uh, you know yeah you probably you probably going to take something away from thinking, it thinking yeah or like those delayed laughs those are some of my favorite delayed laughs like when you say something and you think 
and then you laugh. Those are some of the, those are some of the greats. Those are some of the great laughs you get. So that's if I had to say anything about comedy, that's the one thing that now is is under attack is comedians just being funny that people don't like what you said. Yeah. Oh my god, so censored. Hey, remember that meme? It was like, uh, how the fuck did the kids who grew up on South Park and all those shows? How are they offended by everything now? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. That is such a good like. Yeah, how? Yeah. What the fuck? That is so weird. They're famous. They're rich. They're entitled. They're privileged. <laughs> but now everything offends them. Fuck off. Right. You think uh, uh, Justin Bieber's offended by anything? He was roasted for fuck's sake. I don't he remember was on tour being roasted. Justin Bieber was roasted. He was such a champ about it. I love Justin Bieber. You guys remember Lisa Lampanelli? I just thought of that. Yes! <laughs> yes, I love Lisa Lampanelli. The queen of mean. Where the fuck is she? She is. <laughs> I love one, of her, one of my favorite jokes is like, how long have you two... She was talking to a gay couple. She's like, how long have you two been together? Eight weeks? That's like four years in gay. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she like, how about, uh, how about, how about jail? Is that like Disneyland for you people? Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, not being rigged but but yeah that's funny I think we can end it there this has been a great episode I had fun it I was great fun, always, we talked about comedians and laughed always a pleasure I love absolutely love doing this show with you Ed <laughs> it's Lamar, fun. excuse me sorry I absolutely love doing the show with you we are going to be it's getting blessed. sponsored here soon so be prepared for that so I'm really looking forward to showing you guys our this is all they can afford <laughs> right <laughs> But, you know, I want to work with other people and build this podcast up right. So that's what we're going to do. Some more fun stuff right coming way. up. Absolutely. So, again, please Hi. follow us uh, on our platforms, Actors Lounge Podcast, on Instagram, uh, on YouTube, and uh, wherever you get your podcasts, Actors Lounge Podcast. So this is Shane Nicholas and Lamar Finesse signing off. fuck off. Goodbye. Good night. That was good.